Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person. In this edition of Fairfax 50 Plus, we continue our discussion on creativity and aging. Joining us today are two guests, Barbara Morris, a watercolorist who resides at Goodwin House, Bailey's Crossroads, and also Linda Smith-Buga, a wood sculptor who serves as the Art Center Coordinator at Goodwin House and manages the Art Studio and Crossroads Gallery, which I understand has shown some diverse and wonderful work. Uh, and Linda, hopefully I got your name correctly. I want to make sure I did that. Uh, recently, Goodwin House partnered with Fairfax County and the Arts Council of Fairfax County to plan the county's first Creative Aging Festival, which includes over 100 events throughout the month of May. So without further ado, I want to welcome Barbara and Linda for being with us today on Fairfax 50 Plus. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. And in our last program, we talked with Grace Lynch and Julie Ellis, organizers of the Creative Aging Festival, about why the county is committed to promoting art programming to older adults. So now I'd like to ask you, Linda, we'll start off with you. Why is uh, Goodwin House committed to art programming for its older adult residents? Well, the arts programming at Goodwin House is the, part of the overall wellness uh, and the Goodwin House mission to support, honor, and uplift the lives of older adults. Uh, we have a strong visual arts, theater, and music program. Uh, and since 1967, this has been a commitment of Goodwin House. Oh. Oh. Um, we were also part of the original study by Jean Cohen. We were one of the research sites uh, that showed the importance of arts in, in aging. Hmm. What, what about the program specifically at, Good, at Goodwin House? Can you tell us a little bit more about what it, what it entails? Well, the, uh, the creative art programs, uh, the goal is to enrich the mind, the spirit, and the body. Uh, in Godwin House, there are lifelong learning programs, world affair discussions, spiritual development, and entertainment. Uh, the fitness and swimming program is very strong. The health care and assisted living have therapists that work with individuals create, uh, create, creatively so that at all levels of Goodwin House, there is a creative emphasis. The, um, the residents who do become involved, do they, do they have like a background in art or are they considered like newbies? Well, uh, both are involved. Hmm. Uh, there are residents who come uh, who have never done art, but it was one of their lifetime goals hmm. to just yeah. start learning how to draw or paint. And so in my drawing classes, there'll be people who have never drawn. That would be and, me. Uh, and, <laughs> and it's, it's, and it's, it's and, me too. Oh, really? Right. Oh, very definitely. And uh, it's, a, it's amazing what people, you know, basically to me, art is just marks on a paper. Drawing is marks. And people know how to draw a vertical line, a horizontal line, diagonal line. And people, it's amazing. People who have never drawn start learning how to mm. draw. So I, I've got that down. I can draw those three lines. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an artist, see? I pat myself on the back. Um, <clears throat> now, we've talked about the Creative Aging Festival uh, going on during the month of May. And Goodwin House Gallery is, is showing an exhibit throughout May. Yes, is that correct? exactly. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? The uh, current exhibition is called Converging, and the two artists that are exhibited are workhouse 
They both have studios at the workhouse, uh, the Lorton Workhouse Art Center. Uh, Lynn Goldstein is a landscape painter, and David Barnes is a glass artist. And the two of them have worked collaboratively in other exhibitions. In fact, there's some works in the gallery where he did the glass work and she did the landscapes, and they're combined together. Wow. Okay. So we've got <clears throat> two artists with us, but we can turn our attention a little bit to, to Barbara now. You, your art career underway, watercolorist. Have you, have you always been an artist? No, I haven't. Okay. Unless you count the, my masterpieces in crayon, you know, that, that well, my parents put on the fridge. Linda said all you yeah. had to do is be able to draw lines. Well, exactly. <laughs> okay. uh, actually, I am a kind of an artist. I, I'm a writer. Hmm. And so, but I've always wanted to do some work in the in art, actually. Mm -hmm. And so we moved into Goodwin House, my husband and I, five years ago, and I immediately launched into the art center, and I, I just fell in love, I just fell in mm. love with it. And uh, I have become so, so passionate about about using the watercolor. Right, right. Yeah. What, are you, what are you working on now? Anything well, right now I'm getting ready because the uh, Goodwin House uh, residents are gonna have an <coughs> exhibit starting, oh, cool. uh, I think, what, what is it, <laughs> Linda? <laughs> June, June, June 8. And so uh, I, I have to come up with something. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> and I'm working on my favorite thing, which is Yupo paper. Are you familiar with that? I have no idea. It's not actually paper. It's like a piece of plastic, like photographic paper, and it doesn't absorb the watercolor. Hmm. But instead, you it's just great. You put all this paint on there, and you've got all these wonderful puddles of color, and then they blend. Right. You can tilt the paper. You can hmm. move it around. I, I do mostly abstract. I was going to ask you if you'd like loved horses or landscapes or whatever. No, ab so abstract. abstract. Okay. Which is interesting because my husband loves pre-Raphaelite portraits. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Got me on that one. Well, I have to ask, what, what is that? <laughs> See, I told you, I, I know nothing about the art. Um, so you mentioned watercolor. I want to go back to that. Why, yes. why watercolors? You know, watercolor to me, first of all, I like the, the lightness of it. It, it can be translucent, hmm. but it's a challenge for me. I'm fairly heavy-handed. And so to, to be able to try to get this, this lightness down on the paper and then increase the degree of intensity hmm. purposely and to get that glow, this is what, and when, you, when, and when it happens, it's great. Yeah, interesting. Now, and Linda, you do, as we mentioned, wood wood sculpture, right. wood sculpting, mm -hmm. I guess. I, and I, why? Why wood? I mean, well, uh, it, it was the from Hunter College um, when I majored in in sculpture, and I fell in love with what wood and all the power tools, and then taught woodworking for three years in the Catskills. Um, I love trees, and so I use my local trees. I use only native um, trees from my backyard or from the neighborhood here in Fairfax County. And um, basically, we chainsaw saw or slice up the tree, and then I use uh, a lathe to turn, uh, turn elements, juxtapose the natural form, and create large sculptures and small sculptures. Interesting. Yeah. And then, then she can sculpt them, and you can put some watercolor on them. <laughs> Who dare splash watercolor on Linda's sculptures? <laughs> so, are there are there certain things that you sculpt out of wood? I mean, is it people? Is it animals? No, or? no, it's all ab it's all abstract, and okay. I use the natural form. May, may I ask Linda to tell about 
your water the your sculpture in uh, well, Goodwin House the Goodwin House transitional reflection. reflections. So, for instance, um, there was a the, there were trees cut down uh, on the property to build a new building at Goodwin House, and so residents asked me if I would make a sculpture from one of those beloved trees that would be oh. cut down. So. My husband and I took a fork of a tree, sliced it with a big chainsaw, and then we got two forms. And so it's about a, the result is a six-foot sculpture oh that's in the atrium wow. of Goodwin House. And um, it has a mirror element. Anyway, it's a very intriguing sculpture, um, very powerful form, and it brings people into mm, the sculpture. Yeah. Uh, so how long did that take to, to Oh Well, to this do? was because I, I work full-time, and I can only do my art on weekends. Uh, it took me a two, uh, probably two years to, wow. to make that sculpture. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. Uh, you also, I think, also had a, recently had a show in I had Bethesda, a sh- I had I a solo exhibition in, Beth- in Bethesda, Gallery B, um, and uh, that was a very exciting show. I do have two shows coming up. Um, one at uh, one is sponsored by the Washington Sculptors Group, and that's Sanctuary at um, gallery in a gallery on U Street, hmm. and uh, the Smith Farm for Healing, um, and then an invitational group show at the Pyramid Atlantic Art Center. So um, the first exhibition is. Uh, June 11th through August 22nd. If anybody's interested in these exhibitions, uh, you can go to my website, sculptureforthesoul.com. Mm, okay, all right. Um, we're here on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, obviously targeting the 50 plus population, mm-hmm. but others as well can, can listen and, and, and get benefit. So I guess a, an, a, an appropriate question for the show, if you will. Um, some people say that older adults are often maybe more appreciative of the arts uh, instead of younger people, younger adults, et cetera. And this has something to do maybe with wider perspective, wisdom, you know, that type of thing. A question for both of you, and whichever one wants to start, uh, that's fine. What are your thoughts about that? Do you, do you agree that the 50-plus population or older population are, are more appreciative of the arts? Well, uh Actually, I, I think that uh, by the time we're 60s and 70s and 80s, there is a greater appreciation to stop and enjoy the world around us. Um, in younger populations, you're so uh, focused on making a living, supporting the family, mm. that it, you don't have that same time. And uh, I just experienced, uh, as a staff member at Goodwin House, the intellectual stimulation and exploration is so rich um, that, uh, and I'm actually entering into my own retirement and can't wait to (laughs) really stop and listen to the lectures and go to museums and uh, really let the intellectual stimulation enter my mind in a way that I can't if I'm working full time and rushing from here to there, mm-hmm. taking care of a family. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Uh, I, I think that um, when you're older, you've had time to see so many more different types of art. Mm-hmm. And being older, too, I've traveled quite a bit. And it makes me so much more appreciative and also the fact of trying it yourself. 
mm. makes you more, much more appreciative. Right. Uh, I know when I go to museums now, I'm, I will look more closely. I'll look for a long time at a picture that I might have, you know, passed Just by. Kind of I appreciate yeah. the brush strokes and the balance and the color, mm. and so for me that has been very, very right. true. Well, I think, uh, Linda, touched on it, too. Not only is it, a, you know, the age brings wisdom and appreciation, but uh, you kind of touched on it, too, time. time. Maybe, you know, if you're retired or that type of thing, do you have more time to, as you say, stop and smell the roses and appreciate the brush strokes, et cetera, as opposed to you're on a Girl Scout trip with your Girl Scouts and you've got to push them through, et cetera, and you just kind of see what's there. Jim, I'm chuckling because since retirement, my husband and I are so involved. Goodwin right. House has offered so much, <laughs> and we really, the time element, is, is right. it, it makes me laugh a little bit. Right. I have a, a friend of mine who is retired, and I swear I think he's more busy in retirement than when he had a full-time job. Yeah, right. I agree. Right. We, Barbara, we heard Linda a little bit about upcoming shows and that kind of thing. Do you have any exhibits, shows, your work on display anywhere? Uh, actually, I, 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 the the exhibit that's coming up, I'm working on. But I'll tell you one thing that has helped me, uh, that has been really wonderful for me. Uh, I do have, uh, well, I also do photo, photo, photography and well Noah. as well, and uh, I do have some photography hanging in Goodwin House. But I also have sold two or three pieces, mm. and this has been very wonderful for me because, yeah. in each instance, it has helped some organization. For example, I sold a painting for $100, and it went toward getting some equipment for a prenatal unit at a hospital. And also, uh, I've had some stuff I've given to relatives to sell at auctions at their churches. Mm. And so that has made me feel really, really good. Yeah, rewarding. I just uh, actually had someone at a church auction buy one of my paintings just last week. Oh, cool. And uh, she was... She was so excited, yeah, so was yeah, I. Yeah, as I say, win-win for everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think the thing I'd like to add here is the importance of the exhibition and um, mm-hmm. the rich art program that Goodwin House has um, so that we not only have the gallery, which is a professional-looking gallery, so we have professional artists exhibiting, plus we have the residents exhibiting. And exhibitions are such a great way to help artists develop their skills, something to look forward to. Uh, other people are appreciating what you do. And then the other thing that we have at Goodwin House is so that uh, Barbara touched on it was that uh, the intellectual stimulation of museums and so on, but the art making, we have a gorgeous, large art studio where people are practicing their art making skills. And one of the things that uh, one person there who's who's doing working on his pastels uh, all the time. He said, mm. when I retired, his one goal was to learn how to do pastels. Well, he's there, in the, in right. the, in, and so he's in the studio uh, just about every day practicing yeah. those skills. Okay. Now, is there always uh, art on display at Goodwin House? Always. Okay. Can you give us some more details? Where is it? Hours that it's open? Okay. Can people just drop in kind of thing? Yes. Or? Well, the, the gallery... Mm. Um, is one of the first sites that visitors see when you enter into the uh, entrance. Uh, the address there is uh, is 3440 South Jefferson Drive, Falls Church, Virginia. Zip code is 22041. And there is an artist ex- reception and uh, artist talk 
this coming Sunday, May 17th at 4 p.m. And the current artists are going to be talking about their artwork. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, of course, if you're listening after May 17th, many more events. Many and, more events. And can, yeah. uh, can uh, Google uh, Goodwin House and find out more details, et cetera. Almost out of time, but a, a question for both of you to kind of kind of end up. We're, we're talking about art and tying it in with the Creative Aging Festival going on all during the, the month of May. Um, what in what way has involvement in art enriched your life? And Linda, if you, you want to start, or Barbara, it doesn't matter. But question for both of you. Well, I think that art engages um, the mind, the body, the spirit, the, the creative passion. And when you're involved in creating, you're really forgetting all of, you know, the pain. Our residents will come down and say, well, for this one hour, I forgot my pain because of being so involved creatively and focused on mm. on that uh, developing a skill. So at all ages, you can enjoy that um, developing a skill or even just we have art programs for the, uh, the dementia and they just love putting that paint and uh, onto the uh, paper and the joy of seeing the color and shapes that come come from that. So mm -hmm. at every age level, you can be creative. Yeah. I, I know it's definitely enriched my life because mm -hmm. when I look at the world, I look at everything around me completely differently. I'm much mm -hmm. more attuned now to, uh, to, to shadows, to designs, to nature around mm -hmm. me. And uh, I, I can be so much more appreciate what I'm seeing because I'm looking at it in terms of an artist now. So I'm seeing it more clearly. Right. And that, that has been my main reason for really enjoying this. It's, it's just opened whole new worlds. Wow, that is so interesting. Yeah. Interesting aspect. It's wonderful, actually. Yeah, yes. yeah. Almost out of time, <clears throat> give, give you ladies the, the final open mic. Is there anything we, we haven't talked about, I haven't asked, anything about the arts, Goodwin House, the Creative Aging Festival, anything you just kind of want to kind of end up with before we wrap up our show today? Well, I'd like to mention the fact, Linda mentioned that when you enter Goodwin House, one of the first things you see is our, is our gallery, yeah. which is with museum quality, lighting, and all that. Uh, Linda is an, is a, uh, has a skill, a particular skill, and I believe even a, a, a degree in, and I didn't know this, there's an art to hanging a show. <laughs> there's an and art so to the art. Yeah, there really is, and she has that uh, ability, and I think that's what makes that's what makes that gallery so enticing. Mm, interesting. Okay. So a, a, a resource and a, a, an art uh, center, if you will, right here in Fairfax right. County that folks should take advantage of at the Goodwin House. Right. Okay. Linda Smith-Buga and Barbara Morris of Goodwin House Bailey's Crossroads have been our guests on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, and I want to thank you both for your time today and thank our listeners for being with us. And, again, be sure to check out the art at the Goodwin House. Don't forget all the events going on during the month of May during the Creative Aging Festival. And, again, sculptureforthesoul.com, I think, is Linda's webpage, and you can find more about her art there. So thank you again. If you'd like to get more information on county services and recreation for older adults, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults, or you can call 703-324-7948. The TTY number is 711. 
When you visit the site, link into the Creative Aging Festival for a listing of events throughout the county. Thanks for listening again to Fairfax 50 Plus, which is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.